Eventually. We got Good. here. <laughs> that was a journey. I'll tell you what. I didn't say, tell you before um, we started there. Um, I actually... My computer wouldn't boot up. It was oh, it, it was like freezing at the boot screen. I was like, oh shit. And uh, I don't don't know if I need to tell you like how hard it is to get a computer right now because of, you know, no one has any chips or silicone to make mm. chips, so you can't get graphics cards and stuff. Fuck. Uh God I that was that was a scary ten minutes till I got it working again. Um but yeah, hello everyone, it's the Evil G Podcast. You thought it wouldn't happen, like, these guys are never doing a fucking weekly, but there we are, back. We did it. The week well, we're after. Doing it. <laughs> we, we are a man down, though. Yeah, we are a man down, but we're not a week down, so what's more important, a man down or a week down? Oof, it's hard to, mm. well, hard gonna, to balance that, but... If you're going to do people, weekly... People, yeah, people want... We, we couldn't let our couple of fans though we have to keep this weekly thing going um so as you can hear it's uh me colin and you've got Stu. um oh. no cat this week but hopefully Tori's uh, still alive don't worry he's yeah. he's out there roaming <laughs> the countryside hopefully he'll make it back and join us next week but um for now we've got some stories picked out um and Stu, you have a wee movie review to do a bit later on. We'll not ask how you managed to see it, but, mm-hmm. you know, you can give your thoughts on it. Won't spoil it. Um, so, yeah, so let's just get straight in there. Um, yeah, let's go. And talk about a game we play a lot. A lot. A lot. <laughs> <laughs> so, Apex Legends. Um, we're coming up to Season 9. Um, of Apex Legends, which means new character, um, and they promised us that there'd be more tie-ins to Titanfall, uh, specifically Titanfall 2, which is in the same universe as Apex, and it looks like, yeah, we're definitely getting some very strong links to, to Titanfall. Mm-hmm. And, um... In the uh, the the new legend Valkyrie, who is the daughter of uh, Viper, who I've never really played much of the single player in Titanfall. Of you, yes, she was one of the bosses in Titanfall Two. Right, right. She's one of the bad guys' bosses. Um, yeah, so this is actually pretty cool that she's going to be uh, like all sort of steam powered. Um, well, her her. Ultimates, kind of like she shoots out these big jet streams, and she can knock you. I've, I've, they were saying the distance is not just going to be like a couple of feet back. If you get caught in this, you potentially are going flying off the map. That's the whole point of this thing. So this could be a bit of fun, just seeing people's corpses going absolutely flying when you're, you know, in the distance. You'll just see like this week off the map, and you're just laughing your arse off. Somebody got mad there, but uh, it's there's. The fact that she's obviously linked to one of the bad guys, uh, Viper of uh, Titanfall 2, and they have said that's not the only thing. There will be other cosmetics, and there's talk of um, Ash apparently is playing a big part yeah, so in she this f- new season. She features very heavily in the, the, the trailer, um, mm. the voiceover, and her doing some some stuff on a big computer. 
don't know what she's had, but um, but yeah, the Valkyrie is seems to have some sort of jetpack which was made from the remains of her mother's Titan. So that's probably as close as you're going to get to a Titan in Apex. Um, and looks like you see her firing rockets. Um, so maybe she'll be be able to shoot rockets as as her, one of her abilities. Um, this could be like the Apex version of uh, Farah. Yeah, maybe. That bit of pain in the arse. <laughs> um, and a couple other details from the the trailer. Um, there's a new weapon, uh, a bow and arrow. Mm. So I think this could be a lot of fun because it's obviously going to be sheer stealth. That's the idea behind this bow and arrow. So you could get popped. You'll have no idea where it came from. Mm. Uh, so I wonder how much damage it does per shot. I'd say a headshot could be particularly lethal, but uh, you wouldn't have it be too highly. I suppose what would you class? Would you class it as a sniper rifle? Well, it's definitely not going to have that kind of range. It's a bow and arrow. So, uh, but, but but yeah, the the point you're making, it's probably going to be stealthy. Um, like if you take in the kind, most of the the sniper rifles with a headshot will do. You know, around 110 to 120 damage. Um, which, if you've got the purple shields, um, which gives you a total of like 200 health, so you need two of those to put you down. With the exception of the crowbar, which you only get from the the, the care packages, um, that'll that does like 300 odd damage for a headshot, I think. Um, That's crazy. So it could, it may, it might be a care package weapon. You never know. And that's true. We never even thought of that. Well, you did, but I didn't. So yeah. <laughs> uh, that, that, I, if this thing's going to be stealth, it would make sense for like an end game type thing. You know, everyone's sort of getting very cagey. And next thing, all you hear is, and you're like, shit, someone's trying to fucking ramble me here. Yeah. There's uh, a thought. Could they have different ammo types for it? Could you maybe switch it up and put explosives on them, I wonder? Or would they even think of that? Mm. Yeah, uh, it'll be interesting to see. We'll find out. I look forward to giving it a go. Um, And then the one other thing from this uh, is we're getting something called arenas. See, this is the most exciting thing in my mind for this whole trailer. Um. I'm loving this idea of playing as these great characters from the Apex universe, but instead of just going into a game and dying and that's the end of the game, this arena, I'm hoping, turns out to be something like a classic deathmatch type thing. Mm. So they're they're going to reveal what that is um, tomorrow, the, the 26th. Ooh. Um, so the, the time recording, they'll, they'll, they're going to show some gameplay on arenas mode. Yeah, it has, to, it has to be like a deathmatch thing. Yeah, makes sense. It's arenas, like... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, when you say arena and shooter, that that makes you think yeah. of very specific things. Yes, very specific. And and seeing as the the last attempts at the uh, the old arena shooters, mm. specifically Quake and Unreal, went nowhere, 
Yeah, maybe, maybe they we really can. did. <laughs> it's like uh, a quick champions that tried to do like the the kind of you know with the abilities and the like mm. choose the character and then no one played it. So yeah. Yeah, so that's Apex Season 9. Um, so next up we have something we always love to talk about on the podcast, football. Oh, uh, football. So the reason I brought this up, obviously it was myself said you calling about, you know, for the first time ever we are going to have to discuss football. So uh, anyone that follows football and listens to our podcast, what the hell type of person are you? But uh, secondly, if you are a f- you know, if you don't know, if you don't know much about football, uh, last week they basically sixteen big teams came together and decided, right, we're going to create this super league. And long story short, it was basically just pretty much a way for the richest clubs in the world to get even richer, while smaller clubs basically weren't getting the money from it. These sixteen teams basically were allowed to stay in this super league no matter what. But other teams had to sort of fight their way to get into it. So basically, no matter what happened, these teams in this league were going to make money. And this obviously did not go down well with fans. Uh, and... Fucking everybody. Players, fans, yeah. anyone who wasn't a team owner was hating the shit. Yep. I mean, I I, I am a, a big fan of, I'm sure you've heard his name before, uh, Colin, Chris Kamara. Am I? Uh... I don't know. He's famous for the mustache and the curly hair, and he always shouts, "Unbelievable, Jeff!" Oh, right, yes. Um, yeah, yeah. So uh, he he was uh, on a show uh, during the week, and he was going absolutely mental about this. Like you could tell, he was genuinely disgusted at what these teams were doing. Anyway, uh, the reason that obviously this is all being brought up uh, here is because during the week, the the people who decided to put the Super League together decided to try and blame. The reason for its creation, video games. Yeah, well, blame is yeah. pro- probably a, uh, well, that, a, a well, not blame, but use as an excuse. Yeah, this was this is where their was their inspiration was games. Ins- <laughs> so obviously, things like Twitch and esports and everything else are huge. They really are, and FIFA is obviously one of those big <clears throat> uh, Twitch and esport games, and there is big money involved in FIFA. Uh, so the Super League people were using this as inspiration to set up this league to try and get young people and young fans interested in watching real football again. I never knew that football was struggling for viewers. Mm, with the, uh, with younger people, yeah, it, it is. No one, no one wants to watch that shit. And uh, see all these teams, uh, a lot of them are in a lot of debt. Um, like ridiculous mm. amounts of debt because uh, they play pay their players too much, basically. Well, that's true. Yeah, um, we have heard some of the crazy wages some of these players are getting. Like, what's Ronaldo six hundred grand a week or some shit like something that? Like or, that. Or a month? Six hundred, aye, six hundred thousand <laughs> a week or something. It's like, what do you do? Right. A week. So, <laughs> so they're all like, "Oh, we need to get people looking at these instead of like." Uh, this is, it's not a direct quote, but this is what the guy who, uh, he's in charge of one of the teams, Real Madrid or something, but the thing he was saying is like, oh, we need to get them to spend money on this instead of, uh, you know, Fortnite or Call of Duty Warzone. <laughs> um, and it's like, uh, it, the guy wrote a, 
uh, on Eurogamer wrote an article on a, a guy called uh, Chris Tapsell, um, and he made a good, very, very valid point. It's like, well, the thing you're missing is uh, Fortnite and Call of Duty Warzone are free, where mm. to to watch football you have to pay fucking Sky stupid amounts of money. So like, you know, that that might be part of why your you know your viewership is dropping. Yep. Um, yeah, and and the guys all like, um, saying, "Oh, we, we need to have them big, you know, Messi versus Ronaldo. That needs to happen week on week." And it's like, "Are you stupid or something?" It's like, <laughs> like uh, so you you taking how wrestling works? So that's do, literally what was coming to my mind here. <laughs> you do you do not have. Kenny Omega versus John Moxley every single week. This is a mistake WWE's had to yeah. their detriment. It's like they give you the same match over and over again too much, and then it just becomes nothing. You need to make them big matches special. It has to be a yeah, big that's special why you get those big derbies. Whenever you get those, yeah. like the Manchester Derby, when that happens, it is an event. It's not like, oh, here we go again. This shit this week again. That, that's a- probably, well, that's part of the appeal of the Champions League, um, <laughs> which this would kill. I would yeah, assume it would. Like, and if you got two teams that don't usually face each other, with their their you know their big superstar players, and you're getting to see them, you know, once twice a year, them actually go up against each other to see who's the best. And if you're getting that, like, you know, every week. After three weeks, you're going to stop giving a toss. Mm. No, the first time it happens, you might go, oh, wow, this is class. And then the second time, you go, oh, such and such won last week. We'll see who wins this week. But the third time, you're going to go, oh, fuck, this is the same thing again. Here we go. Fuck this. I think it might keep your interest for maybe a week or two because it's like, oh, wow. But like you say, after a couple of weeks, you're like, right, I'm fucking bored. Hey, go and let me see someone else play someone else. And and this doesn't even get into the whole, uh, you know, you know what's fair in sport and, oh, and, and I all don't. that. Uh, it's like like football's set, just... set up across the world, where it's like you can be, you can go from the wee shittiest team. Uh, in theory, you can. I know there's well, a the, lot the, of money. Mike Cinderella story a couple of years ago was Wimbledon. You know, Wimbledon were fucking Division Four and worked their way right up to the Premier League. Uh, I was like fucking big one. Obviously, you've got wee teams as well. Like, you look at Leicester City a couple of years ago. You know, ah, they'll never win the Premiership. No way, fucking no chance, no chance. And fucking did it. So, like, say, but with the Super League, you would never get shit like that happening. No, it's just the the same teams there the entire time. Well, it's... Mm. But on the, the I think it's by invitation, isn't that what they say? By invitation, so basically, yeah, if you have enough money, you can play in this league. So yeah, they, they've complete control over it. But on the bright ah. side, it's it's gone, um, it's gone to shit, and pretty much all the teams have started pulling out of this. Ah. that's um, the one thing I will say. I've always taken the piss out of football fans, called them fucking dozy bastards and all the rest of it. But I am so glad. That they all decided actually this is a pile of shit and they all stood all teams that were involved in this actually stood side by side and went no this is bullshit you know so that was actually kind of cool to say all about there was no team went oh you're just chicken to be in this league with us not everyone's been ah bullshit bullshit mm. so 
Aye. So that'll probably be the first and last time we ever talk about football on the podcast, so don't get excited. <laughs> Alright, on to something well, I guess it's related to <laughs> to some another game we play a lot. Um, so the director of Overwatch, uh, Jeff Kaplan, has announced that he's leaving Blizzard. He's been there for 19 years. 19? I thought it was... I didn't think it was that long. 19? Fuck. Yeah, he's been there. Long ass time. Um, so yeah, the, the, this was announced this week. Um, obviously, Overwatch 2 is still in development. No, no plans for that to come out this year that we've heard. Um, and don't know what he's going to do but yeah he's he's out of there um i think one of the 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 things he gets praised for a lot was his communication with the the overwatch Ah. community um he's always made himself very accessible um he's always bouncing about different forums and uh i know he's a big fan of uh, reddit he will go on to the overwatch reddit and you know, if he's, like, say there's been new patches or new character and stuff, he'll go in and see how the fans are reacting, see, you know, what's going down well, what's maybe could use tweaking and stuff. And he will actually take fan, not, like, scummy fan bitching about shit, but he will literally mm. take any criticisms and take it on board. Uh, which which yeah, is it's the big thing. good to see, uh, especially in a, a game like Overwatch that <clears throat> you know, has to keep going. Uh, it's a live game. It doesn't end. Um, so you know you want to create that relationship with the people playing it to keep them playing it. Hundred um, percent. But yeah. Um, so I have to have quickly. I said. So obviously, this this is the guy that created Overwatch. Yeah, he was in. He was the the director anyway. Like yeah. huge big team so, team of people created Overwatch, but like he was always oh, yeah, at the the forefront of it. It was one of these guys that decided to talk Blizzard into trying their first ever first person shooter, knocked it out of the park. <laughs> mm, pretty much. <laughs> Fair play, because I remember didn't Overwatch start as some type of MOBA thing? Aye. Uh, I, I was, and he was all, nah. I, was, I think it was supposed to be an MMO of some description, always online, and turned into um, yeah, the what it is today. shooter. And kind of really That's amazing. changed shooting games. Oh, it's it was it was definitely. I mean, I know it's Overwatch is only what five years old now or something, but it's an influencer, definitely. Mm. Look at obviously Apex. You would not have Apex, I think, if Overwatch didn't exist. Yeah. Or Apex might be very different. Yeah. I mean, obviously Apex is a battle royale game, but that whole you know. You're gonna hero pick a, based pick a shooter. character, uh, hero based. Good way to put it. Uh, yeah. So, Overwatch Two. Um, he, he they have announced it. <laughs> he's there's someone taking over. Apparently, he says, "Listen, it is in good hands." Yeah. But the the guy that's taken over has said, "I'm not gonna take over as director. I'm just gonna keep an eye on it at the moment." And we're going to announce a new director, so I'm not too sure what's going on there. But hey, Overwatch has such a pedigree behind it after all these years. I'm I'm not actually worried about it. I know they're not going to just release any old shite after a critically acclaimed original one. Like, 
it's just never never good to see you know a, a game get announced then go very dark for a very long time and then mm. the guy in charge leaves uh but okay mm, <laughs> But uh, the, yeah, there's still people playing Overwatch, so um, oh, ho- hopefully I mean, no problem getting games. Yeah, hopefully Overwatch Two is still hanging in there, uh, whatever that ends up being. Because what they announced is, like, I don't know, is it? Oh, you can still play everything, even if you don't own Overwatch Two. It's like, well, what? What is Overwatch Two? Is it what? Just, is it just a skin pack? <laughs> <laughs> do you know what? I bet you the skins would be that good. You'd pay for it because it's Overwatch. Like their skins are always amazing. Well, like they, they, you can see like the the redesigns of of characters, um, like from the the last video they they put out. Um, and the, I think this has just been a thing with Blizzard. There's like all the like, obviously he's a with 19 years under him. He's you know, Blizzard original guy. Um, well, not original, original, but he was there before the whole join him with Activision thing. Um, uh, and they, they're just slowly... And there's some early days. Uh, they're, Blizzard is slowly losing all those guys. Um, and and you can't help but think is, like, it's, it definitely has to be do with Activision being in charge and uh, Activision being, so. being themselves. You know, yeah. Yeah, uh, I, I know to, what you're saying. They used to release a lot of games that weren't called Call of Duty, and they just don't do that anymore. So, uh, hey, well, it's what it is. Uh, best to look them. Hope he releases something uh, just as good in the future. All right, so this next one, uh, glad we got to talk about this because I, I thought we missed the boat on this coming out. So, place the uh, Sony announced that um, they were shutting down. PlayStation 3, Vita, and PSP stores, which meant, you know, you can't buy stuff from anymore. Um, yep. And what even made it worse, there was a developer actively developing a Vita game, and they found out the same thing yeah. as everyone else. They're like, what the f- what? Um, uh. So that was a couple of weeks ago, and then this week they have come out and ter- changed their minds on the PlayStation 3 and Vita stores. Uh, PSP still gone, but... Um, yeah, going July second, I believe. Yeah. Um. So if you own a PSP, get downloading whatever you want before second July, because all <laughs> those games are gone forever. Hmm. And I uh, that that's that's what people's main, um, you know, main concern was is access to those games. I like, even like I think you you would have been still if you own something, you still be able to. Oh, I, you, but like, it, you definitely would. They should. I mean, legally, I don't think they can take away. Like, if you've bought something digitally on the PlayStation Portable Store, they can't stop you accessing your purchase. I, like, I don't know what those terms conditions say, but uh, never. Know. That'd be, that would be strange if they don't. And go, hey, fuck you, we're closing the time. But um, yeah, people were worried about like certain things. Um, like games that are only available on the PS3 or or the the digital store for Vita and PS3, um, which there definitely are games uh, there. Um, oh, I like you couldn't even buy them or access them or like the stuff that it's hard to get a physical copy of now. And yeah, it, it's it's uh, it's just shitty to think that stuff just goes away because they don't want to make it available anymore. 
Um, but we just we don't want to have to pay for these servers anymore, so we can shut these down and save a bit of money. Yeah, and that, that's exactly what it is. Then everyone goes, "No, how long?" And they're like, "Okay," <laughs> but like for for how long is the question? Yeah, it's like they need I mean, to either. PS3 still has to be in use. Yeah. I mean, not every family can go out and just buy a PS4 and PS5 as soon as they're released. Some no, people... No, so there's tons you know, of people playing stuff on PS3 because, like... I guarantee if you popped in the original Call of Duty 4 on PS3, you'd get games with no baller stuff. If they did proper backwards compatibility and just made this stuff mm. available to play on PS4 and PS5, um, yep. that wasn't their shitty PS now. Fuck. Um, so bad. Like you, you wouldn't have an issue here, but no, it's it's like, come on, people like people don't like to see games become like just inaccessible and go away yeah. forever. Like yeah. even though, like it's just the idea of you not being able to to get a game like if you wanted it. Um, Do you know if they? I'm saying this personally for myself. I don't know if you might feel the same way. If they turn around to us down the line and go, right, you see your PS5, whatever, we will let you now buy and download PS3, Vita, and PSP games on. I know of at least a dozen games I'd be straight on there buying. I don't oh, care if I've already owned them physically. The fact that I'd be able to put them on my PS5 and play them on, you know, just handiness, oh, fuck straight away, man. There is money to be made here if they were just to do this. Oh, I if that stuff was available easily, um, like I I don't have like even PlayStation Two stuff as well. Oh, um, it's like I don't really want to go out and try and track down a PlayStation Two. Um, I pretty I have no idea where my own. I PlayStation have a PS Two. I just can't track down a copy of Silent Hill Two. Yeah, that, that's, that's a good point. That's not worth. A, that's not going to cost me an arm and a leg. Like even Silent Hill Three, um, you know, you you're going to be paying stupid amounts of money to some random person selling their copy where fuck knows where that's been, um, and you know maybe I wouldn't bother doing emulation stuff if if I could just ah. put up PS4 and go download Silent Hill Three and play it. Mm. I would pay money. Yeah, yeah you, I would happily you, pay uh, money. If you for give it. the games to us legally, there's a lot of people who would happily pay for them. Yeah, but uh, it's um, it's good that it's uh, that it's not going away yet. But uh, like, you know, yeah, it's gonna go Sam away. Sam Jackson would say, "Hold on to your butts, because we don't know how long it'll be here for." Yeah. This is this is stuff's going to happen eventually. Um, yeah. And it, look, it's their library. That's their their sort of legacy. They should take more care mm. of that stuff to preserve it and um, make it accessible for people uh, down the line. Because there's always like, you know, there's people who are younger than the PlayStation Three that maybe might be interested yeah. in seeing that stuff. Um, so you, you should make it so that they can. Yeah. Hundred percent. Like I say, if something's made, you know, accessible legally at a cost, people will find it easier to to pay the money than to go around all these mad batshit ways of trying to play things. Mm. Exactly. Actually, speaking of, 
finding mad batshit ways to do things. Um, <laughs> I move on to our next thing because, um, so let's see, at the start of this month, HBO Max released Godzilla vs. Kong on its streaming service because obviously with the pandemic, cinemas aren't exactly open. Mm. And they cut a deal over in the UK with Amazon. So the day it was out on HBO, we could watch it over here in the UK. You rent it from Amazon for a cost. Yeah. So because this happened, everyone thought, happy days, all the new movies that are coming out in HBO Max. They've obviously cut this deal with Amazon. And on Friday past, uh, yesterday, uh, the Mortal Kombat movie was released on HBO. But the UK was just fucking forgotten about. We were just left in the dust. So I had to find other means to <laughs> watch it. I have watched it. And what um, did you think then? Right, I'll keep it spoiler free. It is a good film. It's it is very fan service. If you're if you're a Mortal Kombat fan, I reckon you're going to enjoy this. If you're maybe just a fan even of the original movie, I think you're going to enjoy this. Like if you're one of these people who just you know grew up maybe in the nineties and enjoyed the the cheesiness of the Mortal Kombat movie, I think you're going to enjoy this because it is it knows its audience. I think. Mm. It, it, it's it, it's Mortal Kombat. It's not out here to win fucking Oscars. It's not out here to you know try and revolutionize cinema. It's out here to be a big silly popcorn fighting film. I mean, you you can't make a serious film about more, and you you shouldn't try to make a oh, serious film about Mortal Kombat. You remember? Do you remember everyone was going nuts about that seven or eight minute Mortal Kombat Rebirth? Was the the YouTube yes, thing yeah, yeah. that led on to MK Legacy. I didn't actually like that, you know, because they tried to make it realistic. They, they did. I, I thought it looked... It, looked, like a, I, I it was a nice look, there, but I thought an entire film like that would not work. Uh, I don't know. Uh, not to say it wouldn't work, but I think you could still do, like, a reimagining. Like, in no way, like, it, it wouldn't... It wouldn't be a thing for you know fans of the games to. to, aye, aye. to it might be. Uh, it might be a, a. What would you call it? A artistic view on Mortal Kombat. I don't know. Yeah, it's, you... a, it's a reimagining. Uh, but that's Imagine. that's always what that was supposed to be. So like, um, I, I saw one one clip with this uh, from this Mortal Kombat film, which was kind of <laughs> I found funny. Was Liu Kang constantly sweeping some guy? Oh, that scene is so fucking good. Boys, like, taking the... Because the worst thing is, we all done that at some stage. Just sweep, sweep, sweep. You just, like, oh, I just want to get past this fight. So you just sweep the bastard. And literally, I'm pretty sure it's Kano he's fighting. And Kano literally says to him at one point, he's all, is that the only fucking move you know, mate? And he goes to pretend he sweep. So Kano jumps. And when he lands, he sweeps him properly. <laughs> and it's like, this is brilliant. But uh, the only thing that annoyed me about this, because I don't get why they did this. The main character of this film is a brand new person. Mm-hmm. And I'm sorry to say, I'm not just picking on them because they're brand new, but they are very bland and very boring. Like, when they are on screen, you don't actually give a toss. You are looking for Sonya and Liu Kang to be back on screen. It is is the main is the main character by any chance white and male? No, 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 no. All oh, right. 
Oh, main character was... is uh, Asian guy. He's actually he's a very uh, he's a very well known uh, choreographer. Um, he does a lot of fight choreography. I think he's done a couple of films before. This is like his big breakout movie. Um, the character's just not. The thing is, because you have all these huge personalities in Mortal Kombat and right? I- iconic characters. Let's say like they're yeah. they're well known and well loved. Yeah, they're they're twenty five years plus of lore behind these characters, right? Twenty nine years all the twenty nine years, sir. You throw in some Joe Soap, who's a fucking ex MMA cage fighter, and you're like, ah, lad, ah, oh, this like, fucking guy here's no, a monk who can throw no, fireball from his hands. Give me, give me my fucking skeleton ghost ninja man who. Like... <laughs> I don't give a fuck about cage fighter man. I want fucking scorpion. But other other than that little thing, although apparently there is rumors that there is plans for this guy, I I don't know. You know, if it does well, there's obviously uh, the guy that played Sub Zero says he's signed on for multiple movies. Um, obviously, depending on the success, they they really made a big deal out of Sub Zero. By the way, he is he's uh, the guy that played him was in the raid. And the thing I actually appreciate it. This is me just being a wee bit sort of picky about things, but Sub Zero Chinese Scorpion speaks Japanese. You know, wherever people are from is what they speak. Yeah, it's pretty cool. But everyone understands each other. <laughs> that old one's like, ah, fuck it, just speak your native language. But like, that is an our fighting game thing. Yeah, it's a fighting game trope. Ah, it really is. It's like people will speak whatever their native language is, but somehow everyone understands each other. Um, multiple fighting games have done that. Only time uh, I think Scorpion and Sub Zero speak English is uh, when they're actually fighting. Other than that, when they're when they're communicating with other characters, they're speaking their own language. Nice, <laughs> which I think is absolutely fantastic. But uh, really, really well done. It's like I say, it's just gloriously cheesy. I really, really enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, uh, and I think that that's that. Yeah, that's that's what you want out of um, out of Mortal Kombat uh, game. Or, aye, Mortal Kombat say the film. first couple of minutes, I was worried that they were going down this gritty realism, and I was like, "Oh no, no, don't do this!" A couple of minutes, and I was assured, "Nah." Well, yes, here's my ticket. Lean into the 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 crazy shit. I was just looking there at how it's doing. So it had a budget of fifty million, and the US so far, like, obviously, it's only open there on Friday. Is it's at twenty two million, twenty two and a half million gross. Oh, good. But I don't know how much of a <clears throat> money a film has to make to sort of make it sequel worthy. Hmm. Well, the thing is, uh, here's the question. Max and things like that, they'll have already made money. I think they cut deals for like 250 million. Also, that's box Street. office, so I, I, I'm assuming that's just actual, uh, Cinema uh, sales, because sale, which would you would expect to be a lot less than than you would normally get anyway. Here's the question, Stu: Are you going to pay money for this at some point? Oh hell yeah! I will watch it properly. Yeah, I, I will happily watch the following because the only problem was the uh, the means of which I used it kept juttering and freezing on me, and there was a couple of moments where it juddered at the wrong point, and I was literally like, fuck, sack, at the TV. <laughs> so, 
Yeah, I want to watch it completely uninterrupted. Grand. Happily pay the money for it. You should too. I, I will. Uh, I mean, I mean the listeners as well. All it's right. It's good fellow. Yeah, I do, I do, <laughs> I do want to see it. Um, so another couple of quick things on on a few films. Uh, so mm. Michael Keaton is coming back as Batman. This is a hundred percent official. Yeah. Uh, well, a publicist has confirmed it. He said he didn't want to do it, but apparently it's happening. So there you go. Jesus, that's class. He's gonna be in the Flash, uh, and uh, will be. Uh, is this a movie or a series or what is this? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> okay. The point is, Michael Keaton's coming back to do Batman one more time, I, and that I, makes me happy. I think it's a movie because it's not the Flash. It's the Flash is in the Justice League Flash, not the Flash is in that TV show Flash. Yeah, because I was going to say if it, it was a TV film. show, Flash had been a bit like, oh, for fuck's sake!" Uh, no, it's uh, it's proper proper film in uh, that, that's the, happy the days. DC. So Michael Keaton on the big screen. So, like, <laughs> what does that work? Because uh, what's Ben Affleck then? I don't. I don't know. There's going to be a whole different bunch of Batman's. But as long as Michael Keaton grabs somebody by the scruff of the neck and goes, "I'm Batman." I'm right. a happy man. So, just like in the comics, Marvel and DC are just going to continue to copy each other till the end of time. Yep. Aye, uh, why not? <laughs> um, and the other one I got here is um, the uh, the Continental, which is uh, John Wick prequel, which will be set yes. in the 70s. Uh, Keanu Reeves isn't in it. Uh, I don't no, think, don't think Ian McShane's in it either, um, but uh, Keanu Reeves on as executive producer. See, I heard this was going to be linked. Have you ever seen the film Atomic Blonde? I know of it. I've never seen it. Set during uh, like the Berlin Wall and all still up at this stage, right? Mm-hmm. And I people always said that Atomic Blonde and John Wick were in the same universe. And now we've got a prequel to John Wick, and I'm thinking. Are we going to see a little bit of Charlie Theron punching people a lot? Because that would be class. Sure, everyone loves their fucking extended universes. Hey? How, how that you, is a good thing. How, how has this spun out of John Wick? Like, a wee fucking throwback action film. And now, I know. And now they're filming the fourth and fifth in the series at the same oh. time and now doing a spin-off prequel. Bad. Ah, it's not. Worst thing is, all the John Wicks are really good as well. <laughs> it's I, not they, like they are all good, but I, I, uh, I think it's you're getting diminishing returns as you're going on. I still like the first one. It is the getting best. a bit completely the, out the, of the hand. I mean, it started one. off a guy who was angry as the dog was killed, and now all fucking hell's breaking loose. They should have John Wick get killed and have the dog go on a rampage. <laughs> And what's that? And what's that, Right. Uh, shall we talk about wrestling? Hell yeah. <laughs> uh, a couple of WWE things first. And I don't know I talk shit about WWE, especially when I don't really watch it. Um, but sort of had to talk about this. So, uh, Mickey James... Uh, very legendary women's wrestler, trailblazer, like actual, not just fucking talking about, you know, how 
WWE would probably call Sable a trailblazer, but uh, now Mickey James is one of the good ones. Real good wrestler back in the days where he just didn't have yeah. good William. Because her and Gail Kim are around the same time, and they used to have some fantastic matches. Mm. Uh, but so she was released. We talked about that last week. Um, so mm-hmm. this week she received her things in a bin bag, <laughs> a fucking so bin bag. I mean, like, like there were just like some guy arrived at the door and goes, "There you go," or like they were literally just sent, like delivered. I think it was delivered. Like, open a box and there's a bin bag full of your shit. Um, and apparently it's the doing of this guy, Mark Carano, who isn't. Uh, high up in their talent relations, and he has now been fired because um, apparently he's done this with other people as well. And you think about it, like it's in a box. Why did you have to put it in a bin bag as well? It's like uh, you put the stuff in the box. You're just being a dick. Yeah, and that's exactly what he was be- being a fucking. It's like this is what we think. If you, your shit's in a, a to them, it's a trash bag. Like, uh, and I guarantee this guy has no clue about wrestling because he's just a fucking. Behind the scenes, he's got narcolepsy. HR. <laughs> um, yeah, so they they fired him. Um, yeah, and lots of people have come out and said that this guy's an arsehole. So, but people have been saying as well. It's like, yeah, uh, this is sending people. Uh, this sort of treatment is really not just down to one guy. It's kind of just the the culture of the company, um, and the way they they treat their talent. Um, but we we sort of we've seen stuff like that happen. Um, but anything else is just you know that speculation stuff. Uh, all we know is he did this. Triple H fired him. Well, I don't know if it was Triple H, but he's the one that came out and said that he's fired. Yeah. <laughs> um, and they they put out fucking Johnny Ace back in there in talent relations. Oh really? John Laurinaitis, he's back. Eh? Jesus oh, I mean, uh, like the, the only like he could have been the best talent relations guy ever. We don't know. We only saw his on-screen portrayal of him, which was you know he was a heel, so you know he kind of had to be. So, uh, but I always thought that uh, he not kind of hated backstage. So I have no idea. I like it's. I used to hear stories that he was like just a real pain in the arse backstage to work with and all. Uh, so again, well, I don't know how much of that's true. You know yourself. You hear all these fucking rumors on the internet. Yeah, so. like ra- wrestling's hard to get. Uh, you know, truth out uh, of sometimes. I, I, uh, an accurate read on that sort of stuff. Mm, um, true. And the the other news, and this is this is fucking nuts. I don't know where this is coming from. Um, so this was on a their they done their their first investors call of 2021 where they talk about their profits and all and what they're going to be doing next. So WWE have partnered up with Crunchyroll, the anime streaming service, and are making uh, an anime to be streamed on Crunchyroll. <laughs> Fuck. I don't. I don't even. I I don't know. Right. Let's get over this real quickly. But I have to ask. Are you gonna watch an episode to see what the hell it looks like? I, of course. <laughs> How could you not? I mean, you'd be like, it's just a pure curiosity. Uh, you want to see how much of a train wreck it actually is? Especially if if they get some of those people to do their own voices, you you cannot turn around to some people and go, right, your voice acting now because 
anyone will tell you, like even some of the best actors in the world out there will tell you, see when it comes to voice acting, they can mm. sound awful. Yeah. That's what I can't wait to hear is fucking boring ass Roman Reigns have to do a voice line. Yeah. Now apparently there is a, a Cartoon Network series about Rey Mysterio in the works. Um, that's that's a completely separate series. They're they're calling this an anime series. Um, I don't right. Don't, I don't know um, what that means. Is it going to be an actual, you know, a, a big name anime studio? Are they putting some studio together themselves? Um, mm. I don't know what way that's that's going to work or how. You, like, are you gonna take the characters and make their characters real, or is it gonna be more of a, you know, is it gonna be like slice of life behind the scenes WWE? Who knows? Who knows? Who would you? Oh, know? this is. Mm. Who would be the? Who would be the main? Like, I, I'm trying to think of. Like, who would work in in anime? Because. It's like, well, it doesn't matter who we think. It's all going to obviously matter who Vince wants to look biggest name on the screen. If you yeah. think he's not involved in this, think again. <laughs> maybe it'll be he will be. Oscar. Maybe it'll be a white sorry, what? Oscar. Oscar. See that? I'm not trying to be funny, but that would make sense. Well, she loves her anime. It's probably well, it's she, probably it's probably she has be... that look about her as well with yeah. the multicolored hair and shit. And the uh, some of the like New Day guys. Uh, well, I know um, Xavier Woods. You know they came out dressed as Dragon Ball Z characters one time. So, mm. uh, <laughs> as Shanna's uh, gimmick, just that. <laughs> See, they, I'm pretty sure they could, I know nothing about Dragon Ball Z, so this is going to be wrong, or Dragon Ball in general. Um, they came dressed as bad guys, I think? I don't know. Whereas Shanna dressed All right, as, okay. as, as the main character? I. She wears see, the orange, and that's what they all were, the good guys. See, this is where Cat would have came in useful. Damn it. Cat. <laughs> you used to, do you remember we used to shout, God, that's my damn it, Cat. <laughs> Um, right, so that, that's a weird one but uh, so on the dynamite then on the dynamite so I guess we just cover uh, each match well ah, fuck it, why not. Um, so dynamite opened up with Highman Page versus Ricky Starks great match which you would uh, expect nothing less out of uh, out of these two. Um, mm. To the, the the best in in the uh, in AEW, and two guys who should be champion at some point. Hundred um, percent. Yeah, really good match. Um, Hangman tapped Ricky Starks out, which was unusual. Uh, see, they'd obviously been telling the story of Starks's ankle. Yeah. Yeah, he, That's, he, he just reached for it as soon as he had him. Starks tapped immediately, and then obviously that sets up the match for next week. Cage versus Page. 
There's too many uh, age wrestlers. <laughs> There's too, too well, Brian Cage, Christian Page, you have Chris, Hangman Page, and Christian Ethan Page. And Ethan. <laughs> Pages and cages everywhere. Um, Pages and cages everywhere. And the next match we had was uh, Trent versus uh, Penta El Zero Merido. Uh, Pentagon With Junior. Alex Apprehente With... being absolutely amazing. <laughs> uh, where the hell did that stuff come out of? But I was, I don't so know, but I'm loving it. Who was doing Spanish commentary? Was he was down there being a, a dick outside the ring? Don't know. Was it just uh, what he slapped about Sue? Aye, Trent's more. He started <laughs> talking fuck? shit about Sue, and Trent went off the fucking rails. <laughs> and but that that got uh, got Penta the the win. You know what I'm absolutely loving though is whenever Alex is doing the, the Penta says moments, mm. it's either Shivani or JR will always ask, What is Alex so pissed off about? That's <laughs> <laughs> it, it started off as this little thing of just him being a, uh, you know, the, the not because he doesn't even need to be the mouthpiece because Penta is obviously great at promos, he just doesn't speak English, yeah, so he just translates for him, but he translates with the same sort of Spiteness as Penta, which is just brilliant. Yeah. So he he bopped Trent on the face with the microphone. That's right. It's like just copying Kenny Omega. <laughs> <laughs> um. But yeah, that was a was a decent match. Um. I got a lot of nonsense going on outside the ring in that. Um, oh yeah. So like it wasn't. Your all-time classic wrestle match, but uh, it was still still grand. Um, Very quickly, does Penta now have Batman ears on his mask? Oh, I forgot to mention that. I that, that was his Batman as part. I thought his, you know, the way he has the flappy bits at the side. I thought that was like stuck up on his head. I saw that, but like, and then I was like, no, he's got bat ears. How, how see him and Phoenix? How many different masks do they have? They don't seem to wear the same mask twice. Oh, they really you know, don't, eh? There's so many masks. Yeah, they, they, so, uh, it was pretty cool. Excalibur's been wearing the same one for like 10 years. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he, no, he has, his, he has his pay-per-view mask. Oh, that's right. He has his black mask for pay-per-views. Sorry. Well, his mask has already got very direct inspiration. Um, mm-hmm. So, I uh, probably wouldn't, wouldn't be suiting for him to to have so many different masks. Um, so we had the JR interview in the Pinnacle, um, and we got sort of a really good uh, bit of promo from Wardlow, which yeah, we, we, was good. we don't get to see much. Um, you know, most of it was MJF talking shit, um, calling out Jericho, um, but then he, he handed over to Wardlow, and um, yeah, he just, yeah, he, he speaks well. Um, yeah, it's it's just like this. The thing I'm enjoying about Wardlow is he's not <coughs> doing like the MJF doing all the shouting and being angry and all that. And Wardlow's just literally going, "I'm gonna hurt you, and there's nothing you're gonna be able to do about it, and that's just the way it is." Um, I love how you. What was it? He says you when you started talking about me, you stumbled your words because as soon as my name came yeah. out of your mouth, you realized you did something wrong. <laughs> I was like, uh, "Oh, that was well done." That was good shit. I was. Um, 
referring to Jericho's um, promo last week where he, well, mess up, he says you have a, what was it, like a $2 body and a million dollar brain, where it's like, yes, you mean the other way around? You're trying to call him stupid? Yeah. Um, then we had the, the match for the AEW Women's Championship, uh, Hikaru Shida versus Tay Conti. Uh, this was a good, real good hard-hitting match. Um, yep. I like the way they're, they're like, both sort of playing on their judo expertise. Lots of, sort mm. of, there was that part where they had a hold each other and were both trying to throw each other. That's, like, yep. that's, that's a judo match. That's, that's what that a was, judo match looks like. That was um, brilliant. That was, that was really cool. So you saw you hadn't seen before. Um, they, over the last couple of weeks, obviously you had to be watching, um, Dark in that, but um, they made Ty Conti a big, big deal, um, mm. which paid off here. Um, yeah, it was a good hard hitting match, uh, which Sheeta won, which wasn't really going to go any other way. Uh, and then we had Britt Baker come out um, <laughs> and update the rankings right in front of her face to show that she is now ranked number one. Um, with that loss, uh, Ty Conti suffered. So, yep. Do you think that's going to be the next title defense? I don't know if it'll be the next one, but I think Britt could be the one to take it off her. They've been they've been doing a really good job with Britt lately. Mm. Uh, they de- they definitely have. Uh, right. So. Next segment was the inner circle. Then uh, coming mm-hmm. out and giving their response. Uh, I don't think it was. Well, no, that's that's not really fair because like um, someone else got to speak. Except <laughs> not just Jericho this time. So Santana yes. got to go on the mic and said uh, what the pinnacle done was uh, bitch moves. Bitch moves. Um, um, the bit that had me in stitches was how do you say grandma in Spanish? <laughs> oh, he does that shit. Um, but I, not a good, good strong promo. Um, yeah, maybe not as strong as last week's, but that's oh, n- that's no, not no, no, no. not saying too much because. That was really, really good last week. Um, yeah. uh, everyone must be looking forward to Blood and Guts at this stage. Um, oh, hell yeah. I can't which wait. is in two weeks? Two weeks, and it's one match for the night. It's going to be a two-hour-long match. That's what uh, Shivani says. It's a special event. It's a one-match night. And this is ju- it is an episode of Dynamite. It's not a... There's an episode of Dynamite, with and it's match. basically one match. Yeah, it's good to it's see Santana get a chance, or like you know, given given those guys, like you know, if if Jericho wants to be said to be helping these guys as he says he is, it's like yeah, give give him a give him a go, uh, and Santana didn't disappoint. I thought that was good. Uh, the MJF. Promo as well. You made that point. It's like, oh, you 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 pair up with all these guys that are 
uh, like, you know, you have a match with Kenny Omega and Hang On Page, all these guys are already huge names, and then say you created them. It's like, what are you talking mm. about? But that, that's a good heel element of truth. Uh, <laughs> yep. Um, next, we had uh, Billy Golden versus QT Marshall. I, I don't like QT Marshall, so. <laughs> but you're not supposed to like him <laughs> but I didn't like him before wasn't not supposed to like him so no he's not just being a good heel uh, he's got a right problem with Wago so fuck him aye and I, I never I never knew it like he's he's alright but he's like he's not and Billy Gunn's Billy Gunn like what the yeah. fuck he, I can't believe he's still in that good a shape for his age he's in fantastic shape he is one half of, of the most overrated tag team of all time. <laughs> I'm not He's joking. the better I'm, half I'm of the overrated he is, he is the better half. I'll give him that. He's the better half. But Jesus Christ, the New Age Outlaws are so overrated. Oh, big time. Big time. Um, yeah. So, QT cheated. And won. Of course. <laughs> Anthony Agogo as well. Fuck's sake. <laughs> The I'm, I'm dreading seeing him in a full-on match. The one thing I will confess is I love the fact that he just keeps calling America a dump in front of all these Americans and nobody's <laughs> saying anything to him. It was like, I probably are. Yeah, yeah, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like in America that you're, you're a heel. The rest of the world's like, isn't this guy supposed to be a heel? Why is he saying babyface things? <laughs> Actually, oh, probably half of America probably thinks he's a babyface as well. Uh. <laughs> but um, you can't be having your finisher be a punch to the gut. I don't care if you were a boxer. <laughs> I mean, come on. They can at least make it to the jaw or something. Aye. Like, not, like, I know you can get knockouts with gut shots, but like, come on. I think sure you used to knock people out. Face punch. But he, and Big that, that was probably uh, twice the size of Google's head. Say, that was people getting punched in the face with a fist the same size as their head. So, <laughs> you know. Mm. Oh, do you also find it weird when they brought out that weird rickety chair? Uh, <laughs> and then I got broke uh, over uh, Camarado's head. Uh, <laughs> Went flying everywhere. Yep. It was... I, as soon as the chair came out, I was like, wait, this is being used for something. This is too unusual an item to be just brought out of nowhere. It's like, well, right, we see chairs all the time, but this is like a wooden slatted chair that you put on a porch or something. It's, yeah. Uh, so it was part of a fucking patio set. Like, <laughs> um, so next was uh, Christian Cage taking on Pyro's Hobbs. Uh, bye. That match happened. It wasn't bad. It wasn't yeah, bad. I don't no, mind it, it, it was like following from the uh, Kazarian match. Like, uh, Kazarian that was, was that's gonna be a tough match to follow. Fantastic. Um, no, I, li- I like Christian as well, and I like I like Hobbs. Um, mm. They can't all be five star classics, but you know, ah. it did. It's like, telling the longer story. I still, I, I've never liked his finisher though. The kill switch, or the umpire, oh, or switch. the impaler, or whatever you're gonna call it. Um, 
it's just seem it looks quite awkward to get into. Uh um, and then not something you can just transition in too easily. No, it seems a whole fucking handling. Then our uh, main event was Darby Allen defending his TNT title uh, against Jungle Boy. Uh, fucking great match this was. Brilliant match, absolutely fantastic match. Um, I I could I I was I was looking forward to this from the moment it was announced. I didn't realize I would be so conflicted for five seconds though when my boyhood hero the Stinger started fighting with my current hero the Luchasaurus and I was like Stinger man you gotta calm down that boy's about a foot taller than you and he'll literally eat you. Uh, Somehow Stinger took it to him. <laughs> like no. You find some of the, the Sting stuff like he's in his 60s it's like don't have uh, no Tony Toe with a fucking monster. I mean, Christ. <laughs> Um, and that the the or not the the really good fast paced match that you'd expect from these two. Um, Brilliant, very hard hitting in places as well. Aye. Is it just me as well, very quickly, or is Jungle Boy beefing up a bit? Aye, I think he might be. It does look he's uh slowing up a bit. Yeah. He he's he's gonna be good. Um, ah, he's that's a that's another future world champion, definitely. Um, and then uh, at the end of that match, we had Scorpio Sky and Ethan Page come out. Um, <laughs> just because. They've been getting a good team on uh, Elevation and Dark. They've been doing well. Aye. Uh, um, then Sting came out to save the day. Yep. Everyone runs away from the, the 60-year-old with a bat. <laughs> but to be fair, Lance Archer was there as well. Yeah, yeah. I... I, I, I... <laughs> I love Sting and all, but if I see Lance Archer charging at me, I'd be long gone. Mm. Uh, I, d- I don't know what to plan with Lance Archer. I, I can't be having a match with Sting. don't think Sting I would survive think... that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but I, um, Darby Allen, again, no main event. Um, mm-hmm. like he's, he's doing really well at the minute. Uh, he's making that TNT title uh, a big deal, which it needs to be. Aye. Don't want that just being a big sort of forgotten about title. Aye. Well, he's pretty much doing the same as what Cody managed to do with it. Mm. <clears throat> and that title has has um, an advantage. It's an un- unfortunate thing, but like it's the last title Brody Lee held, and it will Aye. always be the title Brody Lee held. So yep. yeah. Aye. That's the thing. Well, I'll tell you what, very quickly before we finish up, speaking of titles, there's obviously a big title match tonight. Uh, we are obviously on Sunday, the 25th of April. And by the end, well, by tomorrow morning, we will either have a new AEW or a new Impact champion as Rich Swan and Kenny Omega face off tonight at the Impact pay-per-view. I think this match is going to be absolutely phenomenal. and I can't wait to sit up and watch it live tonight. Aye. It's going to be a good one. Hopefully I'll get a chance to, to see it tomorrow, probably. It's, I'm looking forward to it. I think this is definitely... This is... I this, As much as I love Impact and all the rest of it, this is obviously benefiting Impact a lot more than it's benefiting AEW. So it is. Oh. Um, but I love the fact that they've been doing the press conferences there. You had TK and you had Scott Demore and they were sort of... I love the fact that 
Tony was still being the sort of slightly arrogant guy who was being on the ads, but he literally did say, I don't like Kenny Omega and stuff like that, but he was sitting right beside him and all. It was a very well done press conference, but uh, I reckon Swan will put up a valiant effort, but I just can't see him getting the job done. Kenny's going to add to his belt collection. I've told you my theory, and I'm not obviously going to just sit and talk about all that, but that is I still have that theory that that's where the future of the Impact title will, will lie. Yeah. But I think that's I think that's good enough for this week, and sure, I think we've just hit over the R mark anyway, Colin, haven't all right. we? All right, we're just about there. Um, right. So yeah, we managed to... It is officially a weekly podcast now. There's two back-to-back yeah. weeks. <laughs> two back-to-back weeks. And so, on that, people... So I we... guess that means we can say... See you next week. Oh, yeah, sorry, oh, yeah. I interrupted you. See this goddamn Discord. That's all I was going <laughs> to say anyway. See you next week. <laughs> there we go. It's good to say that. Though. See you next week. Yeah. Well, I'll let you say it now because I've said it a couple of times now. All right, everyone. See you next week and goodbye. Hey.